When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Yes, hello and welcome to another week of Off The Bench. Rob Beaver, Paul Hazelby with you. What a massive week it has been. Trade period off to a slow start, Hazelby. But like you when you start running. Once you get up and running, you're something to withhold. Good morning. Good morning to you, Beaver. Yeah, so predictable, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Goes for two weeks now and for the first week and then another three days, nothing happens and everybody's posturing with their decision-making, saying, no, we're not doing that trade. But just about every player, bar one, in the end, Josh Dunkley, got to their club of choice. So it tells you something. Most clubs in the end cave, and there were some winners, but there was definitely a big loser, Beaver. No, there certainly was. The Dig. Dial before you dig. The essential first step. Oh, we're going nice and early with the dig. And do you know why? Two players didn't get to their club of choice during the trade period, Paul Hazelby. Josh Dunkley... And Adam Trelaw. Ironically, they end up at the same club because Trelaw's first choice was to stay with the Magpies. I'm not going to recap the entire saga, but fair dinkum. You'd be hard-pressed to find a club that did worse PR over the trade period than Collingwood. And I'm not just talking about in the AFL. I'm talking about any free agency trade period ever in world sport. Collingwood did not handle it well, did they? No, they didn't. All you ask for is honesty as a player. Now, when you're the coach, that's what you ask from your playing group. But it wasn't forthcoming back the other way for a lot of those players. They should have basically said to those players, look, we've made some horrible mistakes in the past with our list management, our TPP, we're too far over, we need to get rid of players, and we've identified you guys as the right fit for that, given not only what you are expected to earn in the future, but also from a football perspective that you are dispensable, so to speak. That is honesty. And I think yeah. most players would go, okay, I understand that. But then for conversations to go on from Nathan Buckley to Adam Trelaw about some of the senior players yeah. not liking him, not respecting him, not wanting him at that football club. Of course, his wife or his partner is going to Queensland to play netball and using that also as an excuse. Just give honesty, and for that reason... It's not looking good for Collingwood going forward because not only do they lose some good players, yes, they free up some money, but I think deep down that's going to hurt a lot of good people within that organisation. The players and the ability to attract players in the future will be hindered because of what we just saw. I'll come back to the ability to attract players in the future, but I agree with you on the honesty because the the only the, a lot of this comes down to Ned Guy and Jeff Walsh, who are the, the, the power makers or the decision makers, I should say, um, at the club, but... Nathan Buckley, the one black mark on him for me is that conversation with Trelaw because Trelaw doubled down yesterday when he had his introductory press conference at the Bulldogs saying, it was said to me in no uncertain terms that senior players at the club think that uh, it would be better if I left and they wanted me to go. That's the only black mark against Nathan Buckley for me. But regardless of whether that's true or not, and it's going to be a he says, she says kind of scenario from here, but 
They handled it poorly. They come out at the end, and look, full credit to Ned Guy for actually rocking up at the end of trade period and, and agreeing to an interview. But to come out and say, we we wanted to get into the draft, oh. we've got a really strong... No, mate. No, no. Tell the truth. No. Just say, three years ago, we were in the window. We lost to the Eagles in the grand final. We thought, look, we're going to have problems three years from now, but right now, bring everybody back, see if we can do it again. It failed. We need to move on. Let's all put that out there and move on. And I think... A lot of Collingwood members threatening to tear up memberships and are absolutely appalled that they essentially donated their membership fees this year to the club, and this is how it gets repaid. I'd go further than that. Go out and say, Dane Beams, we tried to get him back. That was an absolute balls up on our behalf. We yep. got that wrong. Brody Grundy, we gave him a seven-year deal, and to be honest, he didn't deliver. On this that seven-year no. deal this year. And that's obviously when he's on the big bucks. And then, of course, we've got uh, Dugowie and Majacek and also Darcy Moore that we had to pay big bucks to as well. We've made mistakes. Somebody needs to go, Beaver. I think it's Jeff Walsh or Ned, Ned Guy. Guy need to leave that club. Potentially both. Now, I wanted to touch before we move on what you said about the ability to attract star players and free agents going forward. Because... Last week on the show, and I know I've been saying this to you for a month off air in the conversations we've had, but the AFL has just found itself at a crossroads between are we a family thing? Are we are we a competition steeped in tradition and these morals and you know loyalty, or are we a business? And this is the first time I think we've really seen a club turn around and go, nah, 100% we are a business. Um, in other sporting leagues around the world, there are players who are attracted to organisations and clubs because of the loyalty they know if you show the club, the club will show to you. Kobe Bryant in the Los Angeles Lakers in America, there is no better example than that. He played there his entire career, um, not without you know bits and pieces of frustration and, and tension behind the scenes, but he got to the end of his career. They said his two years, $50 million over those two years. You're not producing at that level, but thank you for everything. Mm. Collingwood has always been the big club that people want to return home to. That's why Trelaw went there. Going forward, I'll be interested to see how bad this hits their reputation as a destination club because that is something that we do not know yet. He got it pretty wrong, Trelaw, didn't he? He went to Collingwood. He chose Collingwood over Richmond and said yeah, Collingwood's closer, mm. better list to a premiership. Well, that's what he said now. But Bulldogs got a better list than Collingwood now, I can assure you of that. You're a Bulldogs, man. We won't go that far. <laughs> this is off the bench. Plenty more still to come. A wrap-up of Trade Week from our very own Darren Glass. He is the West Coast Eagles list manager. That's coming up next. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Rob Beaver, Paul Hazelby with you on your Saturday. I hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend wherever you are in Western Australia. And, uh, Hayes, I can tell you right now, a club that will be having a fantastic start to their weekend. It's not the Collingwood Football Club, I'll tell you that much, but it will be the West Coast Eagles. More or less, I feel like, nailed their trade period as much as they could, loaded up on draft picks in the future, potentially for a run at Paddy Cripps if he decides that he will, in fact, leave Carlton next year. But before we get to any of that, we need to, of course, discuss what happened during the week. Alex Witherden, the name that came in, uh, Tom Hickey goes out, as well as a few other moves. Their list manager, Darren Glass, was good enough to catch up with himself and Carl Langton earlier in the week, and this is what he had to say. Welcome, Glassy. How are you, mate? G'day, boys. How are we going? 
We're going all right. Uh, well, obviously happy to get the deal done. A couple of deals. We spoke to Tom Hickey last night, mate, and not that you wanted to let him go. Um, for family reasons, we can understand the reasons why he wanted to get back um, with a newborn and um, have that family network or at least be a little bit closer to that family network, able to execute well there. And you'd be, I think, pretty wrapped with what you've been able to achieve, wouldn't you? Overall, it's been pretty active and productive trade period, yeah, mate. Uh, um, normally what happens, everyone sits back at the end of the trade period and is pretty happy, and, and uh, you don't necessarily know the results until a long way down the track, mate. But uh, in terms of what we're looking to do, um, yeah, we're, we're, um, it's been pretty productive. We get to bring in Alex, as you spoke about earlier. Um, we bring in Zach Langdon, who, um, you know, both of those guys, we think, just help our list um, um, now and, and, and certainly well into the future. And um, unfortunately, we had to lose Tom and... Um, but, but uh, like you said, he's got a young family. He's originally from Queensland. Uh, he wanted to get um, get closer to his family, and we could appreciate that. And Sydney actually flagged some interest in, in Tom quite some while ago, and, and so we're happy to facilitate a trade. And, and um, yeah, we really improved our 2021 draft hand out of that. What does it mean for your ruck stocks going forward? Do you need somebody else just in case Nick Nat does go down? He's not getting any younger? Uh, well, we've still got Nathan Vardy, who we're um, hopeful to sign very, very shortly, and, uh, of course, Bailey Williams. We've got a young developing ruck called Callum, uh, Callum Jamison, and, and, and uh, he's developing. Um, we're one of the few clubs that like to invest in young rucks and then give them some time to grow and develop. So, um, look, Nick's tracking well, um, fingers crossed. So we've got a little bit of time um, till we think that we have to sort of search, a, search for a longer-term uh, replacement, but um, we're, we're, we're currently happy with our ruck stocks the way they are. Glassy, the fact that you didn't see too much of the Victorians play footy this year, did that play a part with your strategy of obviously not going to the draft with any high picks? A little bit, yeah. I mean, the you know the lack of exposed form for the Vic pool, which generally makes up about fifty to fifty five percent of the um, you know the kids drafted every year, that did play a little bit of a factor. So um, where we were selecting, it became a little bit risky, and we decided to move into futures. We think. Um, it sort of suits as well to have a better a better draft hand in one particular year. It gives you a few more options. You can get up the order. We've still got the ability to move back in given live trading if if there's a player there that we like. Um, but we just think it was better to have a better a better draft hand next year. Alex Witherden, a very good get. He's a young player. He's a ball magnet as well. You must be really happy with him coming through the door. We are, yeah. No, he's a good young um, good young player, good young man. Um, yeah, we're confident he's got some upside. He has some work to do, but um, we think he's a good addition. More of Darren Glass from the West Coast Eagles. He's the list manager coming up next. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Eagles list manager Darren Glass. Lucky enough to have some of his time earlier in the week, Hayes. What is it? What is the work to do that uh, clearly Chris Fagan didn't like this year? Because from what I've seen, he's got some really good tricks, but... What don't uh, clubs like about him think they need to improve on? Well, he needs to improve on. Uh, yeah, it's a good question. I think ultimately clubs look a little bit around um, the blend of players they've got in each line, so it's not purely about the individual. Um, so Brisbane had Grant Birchall down there, Daniel Rich, some designated kickers. Um, we know leg speed is king in AFL at the moment, and, and, and so making sure you've got a, um, a good blend of speed across each line um, uh, is important as well. And so I think it's a combination of different things. But, um, you know, by and large, Brisbane were willing to move him. Um, we're willing to bring him in, and, and uh, you know, we're, um, we're very confident and, and, and uh, that we can get some upside out of him. 
bookies have got your favourites, and they've certainly got you on the top <laughs> couple. Uh, we know mm. that that means nothing glassy on paper. But some yes. older experience heads, mate. Lewis Jetta, Mark Hutchings, um, where mm-hmm. are they at? How are, how, are, how are things looking out for those couple of individuals? Yeah, look, dude, we've, we've got really three guys who've had to keep in a bit of a holding pattern and, and Vards to a lesser extent, but Hutch, Jet, and, and even Brendan Archie. Um, unfortunately, because the AFL hasn't been able to confirm list sizes, um, we just can't move on a whole range of players. And these these are guys that have been um, great servants of the football club, in some cases premiership players, um, and we've just had to keep them in a holding pattern, which hasn't been a particularly nice thing to do. Um, but given we haven't got clarity around list sizes, we just can't move on anything until um, until that's confirmed. So, look... Post the trade period, we expect that list sizes will be finalised in the next 24 to 48 hours. Um, we get to um, sort of take a breath, come up after trade period and see where different chips have landed, and, and then make a call on those um, on those guys. And, and we're you know we're hopeful and uh, that we'll be able to keep all of them, but um, you know potentially not. No, um, have you have you got or do you know or do you have any? sort of information as to as to where you think it might land because we know that the players I mean it sounds like the players don't necessarily want to reduce at all that's what I'm hearing but whether that's the case or not we'll wait and see but if if it means that list sizes stay relatively the same then you may be able to keep all of those players it just means that the money that flows through the system is not necessarily available at the same levels True. Yeah. Um, uh, look, the AFL has been um, have been pretty firm that list sizes will come down somewhat. So that's what we're planning for and expecting. But they just haven't given us given us any confirmation, nor have they told us exactly when we'll know. So look, they gave some pretty firm guidelines today around the direction they think it's heading. Um, but given we can't confirm anything, they didn't put anything in writing. But um, uh, yeah, we just have to just have to wait and see where. Um, where it finally ends up. I mean, it's clearly still in negotiation between the AFL and the AFLPA. So um, we're all sitting here uh, waiting uh, waiting to find out. And it's just unfortunate that we've had to keep um, some very, very good players, some very well-respected players at a football club uh, in this holding pattern for so long. More of Darren Glass coming up. He's the list manager for the West Coast Eagles. Stick with us. Off the Bench with Paul Hazelby and Rob Beaver. Welcome back to Off the Bench More with Eagles list manager Darren Glass. I don't know if you've had a chance to read the 144 pages, not that you have to read all of it, of (laughs) the Public Accounts Committee, but um, one of the recommendations, which I found interesting, was that they have suggested that they increase the draft age. And one of the reasons why they have recommended in there, and they know that it's an AFL decision, is that it would allow young players to pursue further education and training. How do you feel about that? You're you were a young bloke yourself. Uh, you came through the system, and you've seen many young players, obviously before and after you come through that same system. What do you think about that? Oh, it's a good question, Carl. Mate, I've had my head in trade period stuff. Mate, I look forward to getting home for a <laughs> Sorry, cold one, mate. mate. Um, <laughs> it's a very heavy question, bud. Um, I, look, mate, my view has always been. 
um, there will there'll be kids coming through that if they get that extra year, they will take advantage of that. They will go to uni, they'll start a trade, and guess what? There'll be a large portion of kids who sit at home and play PlayStation and wait um, until they get drafted. So um, it depends on the individual, and, and um, yeah, so I don't have a firm view either way, mate. I'm, I'm new into the list management space. I don't see the system being significantly broken where we need to change things, um, but that's just my opinion, mate. Yep. Glassy, we made fun of Collingwood and their fire sale today. Did you try and get a bit out of that club? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> no, look, yeah, exactly. It's a bit. Look, uh, um, unfortunately, the way things are happening is, is it's becoming quite a regular thing. Where um, each and every year this might happen to a particular club, and it's not nice. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, we sat back. Um, look, it's very very difficult. Um, Alex is a rare case where we're able to attract talent that isn't WA um, over here but in this case Alex decided to come which was good um, but in terms of uh, we didn't have a whole, of, um, whole lot left to play with mate to, to, to try to cash in on that opportunity. How mindful are you of your salary cap because you've had some big players come out of contracts Yo, Kelly got a big deal, McGovern got a big deal as well, Nat Nui wouldn't come cheap and I know some of your ageing stars Kennedy and also Shannon Hearn would probably be a little bit cheaper but Clubs now, long-term deals, you've got to be quite mindful of this occurring to your own club. Well, you have to be mindful of it, mate. Otherwise, uh, uh, you know, like you're not allowed to go over it. So um, absolutely, you've got to be mindful of it. Uh, um, you're constantly thinking about it. It's something that you're managing um, the whole way through the year and, 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 and thinking about it. And, and um, yeah, so no, it's certainly front of mind. I do like to occasionally tune into Trade Radio and, and um, they're quite lucky because they don't have to worry about salary cap constraints. Now, you don't have too many uh, picks in the draft early anyway, and the AFL today mm. announcing the clubs only have to have one pick. How many do you think you yep. utilise? Yeah, it will, de- it will depend on the available talent back there. So because we're picking so late, we'll make a call on the night. So we, um, you're absolutely right. We could have as, uh, as little as one pick, or we could have as many as three probably. Um, so we'll just make a call on uh, what's, you know what's left at that stage of the draft. So, um, yeah, it'll be really just dependent on the night, mate. And your coaching panel, you happy with that? Cole Horsley coming in. Any other likely changes? Uh, not that I'm aware of. I don't think so. I think um, I think the shuffle in the decks has happened. Um, and so now we've uh, we've been able to add Kyle, who's um, comes with big raps. He's obviously been a wonderful um, waffle player, um, spent some time in the AFL. So we think he'll be a really, really good addition to our coaching group. Eagles list manager Darren Glass there. Great to have some of his time earlier in the week. And Hayes, that is all we've got time for on another edition of Off the Bench. Thank you very much for your time. Once again, we look forward to your company next week. We'll do it all again here on Off the Bench. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.